Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. Our guest today is Leslie Goodyear. She's an entrepreneur, writer, equine professional, and a consultant. Leslie, thanks so much for being on our show. Hi, Chris. So I'm just going to jump in. When people often ask me, what kind of animal would you be if you could choose one? And I actually always tell them, a peregrine falcon. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> and, and, and I mean that. So Leslie doesn't know this because I was looking at her Facebook page and her LinkedIn, and I wanted to save this enthusiasm and the surprise for the podcast because the reason why, as you probably know, it's, it's the fastest animal bird in the world. It goes like, a, I think, 200 plus miles per hour. It goes so fast that when it's diving down to meet its prey, it has to like cock its head because if it doesn't, it'll literally crack its neck. Is that true, Leslie? That's, that's actually, that's actually true. There are a lot of physiological sort of things that they have. They have very malleable talents so that when they strike uh, their prey at a super high speed, they, uh, their, their, their talons won't break even with the, even with the blunt force with the speed uh, with their attack. So not a lot of people know that their talons are actually kind of rubbery. Yeah, so. but they're, they're, they go like 200 plus miles per hour, right? They do. They do. It's called a stoop. And you can hear them. It's it, you can hear them in a stoop. It's it's you'll never hear anything like it in life. It's crazy. Well, again, like this is why this podcast is so phenomenal because I get to meet and connect with people like yourself. Where, what uh, like what inspired you to to be so connected with animals and with falcons or with horses? Like, what what was it like? You're a five year old kid, or your mom and dad were like, tell us about the origins of your passion for for animals. Well, you know, I I grew up in Jackson Hole and. And so, you know, we sort of lived out in the Wyoming and the Rocky Mountain open spaces. And so, um, you know, there, this was part of the surround, our surroundings. And I've had a passion for horses all of my life. And uh, I think I was rather born with it. But for falconry in particular, uh, there was a family of these gentlemen called the Craigheads by the name of the Craigheads. And they had, they were falconers and they belonged to this wonderful old history in Jackson Hole where, uh, you know, they were there back in the days of the movie Shane, if anyone has ever seen that. And they just, these people were bigger than life. They were bear researchers and they had traveled around the world and traveled across India with an Indian prince before his wedding. And they were full of adventure and, uh, and, and the falconry part of what they did just completely captured me. The idea that there's this partnership between a bird of prey and a person where it's rather, it's a rather free partnership and was really a cornerstone thing for me. So it's something I've always wanted to do and horses, the same thing. I wanted to create a partnership with, uh, you know, a, a thousand pound flight animal and <laughs> it, it just appealed to me. What does that mean? Free, a, a free relationship? Well, there are only so many things you can force a falcon to do. <laughs> they have wings. I don't know. Like you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when, when you create a partnership in falconry, um, you, it's, it's, it's very reward-based. It's not demand-based. And you, you utilize their instincts and you utilize the best of what they already do, the speed of a, of a peregrine. Uh, peregrines are not set up for partnership, but they figure it out pretty quickly when they figure out that, they can work in partnership with someone and wow. uh, with a, a falconer. And so it lends itself really well to, uh, you know, to a different approach to, it translates through to people, but you know, a free partnership, you can fly away at any moment. 
and be gone. It happens all the time. And so <laughs> it's a fine line that you walk. The same thing with a horse. They take off, uh, they're, they're free to run at any moment. So it's, it, it, it's, there's, a, there's a different thing that you employ with them. So that's kind of what I mean by free. No, I love that, that, uh, <laughs> that designation. Because again, like as, as human beings, unfortunately, a lot of people are not free. And they often are, they feel like they're shackled by their job or their boss or their husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or dog or cat, you know? So I love the inspiration that animals are there for us. And again, with, with horses as a, as a side note, so the horse and the, so I'm born and raised in New York, so I'm American, but ethnically I'm Chinese. And so the horse in the Chinese culture is a very revered animal. It's elegant, mm -hmm. it's powerful, but also it's graceful. So when you actually have the character for, mother the character from mother when you look at chinese characters they're essentially different paintings or symbols that you place together when you place together certain symbols it means different things so with the character for mother in chinese the characters on the left hand side means woman and the mm -hmm. right hand side is horse so when you can find the character for woman and horse it's a, a mother and it's so telling and it's so powerful because my mother is someone i deeply 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 admire she actually unfortunately passed away four months ago, three months ago, but oh, I'm sorry. the point is, no, thanks. Um, but again, the, the, the concept of the horse is so powerful. And so for me, it's, for me, it's very personal. So let's talk about your entrepreneurial world because you have such this like really unique connection with animals and falcons and horses. And I was telling you before our podcast, like I meet a lot of people, Leslie, <laughs> like <laughs> hundreds of thousands of thousands of people around the world, presidents, heads of states, billionaires, homeless people, aerialists, astronomers that have never met a, a falconer and an equine professional. So again, I, I say this not to, to feed your ego. I, I say this because I'm, I'm very excited because again, it's rare to meet people that are very, very unique. And so how, do you, how did, did you turn that into a consultancy or, or a business development or a business? Oh, that is so kind of you. I'm, I'm blushing a little bit. Um, you know, I, I worked, I've worked a lot with horses all of my life and, um, you know, and I, my, without going back too far, my, my father, who I also lost recently, um, was an artist. So I learned that there was a great place for an intersection with doing what you love and really strong business. My dad was an incredible businessman. He came from a background, I think, being a, a salesman for Pfizer Pharmaceutical. So what that did was it allowed me to keep somewhere in my mind that you can live this, this life that you really love, that you really want to live, but also be able to put business wheels behind it. Um, I, uh, I, I worked for some really remarkable people in, in the Middle East, and uh, we had this crossover, and culturally speaking, from culture to culture and from history to past, horses, as you just mentioned in your beautiful story, um, there's a crossover with horses from that, that the horse remains the same from culture to culture to culture. And from now to our history, all the way back into our history, these horses and falcons remain the same. And, yeah, it, so and so it's a unifying thing where it creates a platform where we, where we can, where we can communicate and we can communicate in appreciation and awe. And so I worked with these folks in the Middle East and I, this happened very organically where the consulting, the consulting I was doing with horses and building a horse business feathered into a concept that, um, that utilizes horses and falcons to 
to be able to create a, a platform that for, for leadership and to improve leadership and sales from a completely different lens. And I, I sort of had to reverse engineer it from what I saw happen there and in other places. I helped other people, a young man who has become a really big deal in building games, uh, which I knew nothing about. And I, I started doing some digital marketing, doing SEO specifically with this really wonderful uh, group of people who are incredibly gifted and talented with SEO. And it just didn't fit. I felt like there was a better voice that I had in the world than ranking websites and doing <laughs> digital marketing. And even though I love the people I was working with, they're so marvelous, um, but it just wasn't where my heart was. And even in that search, I thought, you know, there's this angle that I could bring to the table working with the horses and leadership and also this angle of I'm really good at this digital marketing thing, but it isn't where my heart is. And I think there's so many people in that. You touched on this a little bit earlier, people feeling, feeling a little stuck in their lives. I still believe that there's a bit of freedom there and there's a freedom in their imagination and to be able to root that out and find that um, is, is really what I, I love to do more than anything. And if I can, use this system with the way I approach teaching about horses and bringing in falcons as well. It's easier with horses. The language is easier. But what I find is, what I've discovered is that when a person is standing in front of a horse, all of the rest of their ego goes away. And, uh, and, and there's a moment that I call absolute presence. And this absolute presence becomes this space where your, your mind and your ego is gone. Um, you know, we haven't, there's a lot more to this with the life that we, my husband and I live here in Jackson Hole, uh, where we see this all the time. Um, when, you, when you have a moment of awe, all of that goes away and you are open to new ideas. You're open to, um, you're without getting too, you know, deep, to kind of the truth, of what you'd like and what you'd like to do and what you'd like to accomplish in this life. And it's a really magical place that I was, I've been really honored to see over and over again. So wrapping an entrepreneurial rope around that to see if there's a way that I can, I can uh, present that is, is something that matters to me. And that's the cornerstone behind my work now as a consultant is this leadership that's, that's, through horses. That's phenomenal. You said it was absolute. What you had an it's absolute. Called, it's called absolute presence. Okay, absolutely present. Great. Yeah, and that's the name. Just you have to you have to lasso it with the name, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie, thanks so much for your time on our podcast today. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your phenomenal skill sets? Um, please visit my website. It's just lesliegoodyear.com, and it's always moving and changing. Welcome to follow me on Facebook. I have a Facebook business page, or you're welcome to email me anytime at leslie at lesliegoodyear.com. I always answer emails myself. Awesome. Leslie, thanks so much for being on our show. Have a great day. I'm so grateful for this, Chris. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye.